Sometimes you just don't have the energy to prep for your game. That's why there's Weird Dungeon, W-Y-R-D, an OSR-style dungeon crawler from Happy Jack Games. That's J-A-K. Packed with these 36 pages are 11 D66 lists full of level names, factions, magic items, and more. Back Weird Dungeon on Kickstarter today at bit.ly backslash Weird Dungeon. That's W-Y-R-D Dungeon. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined today by returning guest, David Blandy, artist and writer, author of Eco Mofos. Welcome. Hey, Logar. Great to be back. Thanks so much for having me on. It's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. Now, just real quick, before we jump into Eco Mofos, we talked about a couple games that you've done when you were on here before was Lost Eons and... I was I, I see I I kept on transposing the names of the game because they were similar. Can you can you can you fix me? Because I did this last time too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Lost Eons and Lone Eons, which was the solo um, iteration of it. It's still still out there, still on itch. Um, it's going to be printed pretty soon. But this, yeah, that's that's kind of still in fruition. But um, it yeah, it turned into a, a lovely lovely document with all of Daniel Locke's art and and yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today um, is my new impending partnership kind of collaboration with Daniel Locke. We're going to form a a group, kind of a collaborative thing. I don't I, know. We I, haven't I like decided it. what it is yet, but <laughs> it's going to be called copy paste. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm the copying. I think he's the pasting. So yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. I appreciate that. The collaborative, the collaborative take is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Two heads are better than one, you know, it's good. I, I appreciate that. Now you've got something that's going to be, I guess, crowdfunding on itch for a bit. Uh, it's not a part of like the zine quest and everything that's been going on, but this is what you're putting out there and, and it's called Eco Mofos. I'm curious about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's going to be running sort of alongside Scene Quest, Z Zemo, etc. But I, I I really wanted it to be just just it's just a quiet sort of we're getting this thing together and if anyone wants to support us making it even better than it than it is right now then you know it's it's there you can, you'll be able to get an early version of the pdf and then when the proper pdf comes out you'll you'll already have bought it basically on itch and you'll be able to download it so it's like it's like a kind of pre-purchase thing and as usual with my bundles there's sort of like a bundle where you can um essentially purchase pdfs of pretty much everything I've ever made <laughs> all in one one group and and kind of that that goes towards the creation of the next thing so it just it just keeps the practice going you know it keeps keeps them making these TTRPGs but Ecomofos was very much like me thinking about Lostions and thinking you know how could I make this old school compatible so so you could actually like run an old school supplement or um like a ken thing inside this world that i've created 
almost as, as a joke, I started looking at things like Mika Anderson's Bastards. I don't yes, know if you've yes. had a look at that. It's yes, such, such a good game. We, really great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, really respect that work. And and of course, looking at Ken, Into the Odd. And I thought I was looking at, looking at Bastards and really liking this kind of like you roll your HP and then that creates your, your, your character effectively. It kind of gives you, gives you that thing straight away. And I thought, you know, why don't I make it so there's within each of those six, because this was before the Pearlescent edition, before there were six, each of those six, had six, six more possibilities. So kind of you had all the low HP characters and then all the, the high HP characters. And you, you're kind of creating a character really quick. And I, yeah, I thought, I thought, so I create, I, I, I kind of started and the project was called Solar Bastards because it was like, it was like bastards, but, but kind of thinking about a kind of solar punk future. And yeah, it just sort of evolved and, it became more and more into the odd and less and less <laughs> bastards. So I kind of felt bad calling it something to do with bastards because it kind of implies a sort of compatibility. And I thought, actually, this is, you know, this is more of a Ken thing. It's more of a mark of the odd thing. So I'll give it a new name. And yeah, Eco Mofos was what, what it was because <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be kind of near future, a bit kind of punky. Everyone like the, player characters are called punks yeah and it's it's like a an eco-punk ruin delving survival game so you you go around and you're collecting things and some and particular key items will give you new adaptations or kind of make you change in some way so that that's like leveling up but it's just from an item that you collect so it's like you're constantly looking the, the treasure that you're looking for is not like gold it's like these these random things and <laughs> they are literally <laughs> random things because you can play it like it all the things that you find are randomly defined on a on a massive uh d66 six <laughs> table so so like when you find a thing you roll d666 and you find what what it is within that thing it's kind of got lots of sub tables so yeah it's just like, like this kind of crazy procedural thing that you're 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 wandering around it's a little bit video gamey but mm -hmm. i kind of liked it it's like it means that you, know, you as as the the person who's who's guiding the game maybe you call yourself a gm maybe you call yourself a warden like is is discovering this world as the rest of the the group are. So shall I tell you tell you about the kind of the setting because it's slightly different from from yeah, um, I, Bostions and Lonions. Yes, I, I'm definitely interested in hearing about the setting, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm also gonna <laughs> I'm also gonna put out there that just the name itself, Eco Mofos, makes me think hope that maybe some of you telling us about the setting might answer a little question or two about the title. Being that uh, the the thing that stands out to me is the eco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean by the eco? <laughs> I guess I I see TTRPGs as a really interesting space for trying to rethink how we imagine the future. So. Yes. You know, it's it's really possible to to the climate crisis as it is right now, and everything's you know the climate's changing, everything's going getting very difficult. Florida was like uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting on the couch and looking at the news, and it was like watching people's houses in Florida fall into the ocean. I remember hearing about that twenty years yeah. ago, and I'm watching as a, a governor's telling everybody there's no there's no climate change. <laughs> like, dude, your state's falling in the ocean. <laughs> you might want to think this out. I mean, I'm not the, yeah, I'm not the most adamant green feller, but there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, seas season times are changing. There's more wildfires. It's um, 
it's causing mass migrations of people it's just the world is changing we it's it's a disaster that we have to confront but also we have to think about yes this time is is hard and it's awful but we've got to somehow have a hope that there's a life to go forward into that we will we will find a way through and life will survive and yes we'll have to change we'll have to accept that our lives will not be the same but maybe that's yeah that kind of act of acceptance is an interesting thing so yeah be open to change and be open to letting go of of our old idea old ideas of what life should be and kind of embrace a new more collaborative future so that's that's my that's my shtick i, I like but, that um, I, I appreciate yeah. that here's here's where i'm coming from. i'm an old guy raised in a very conservative household in the middle of america you know uh, I went on to see things throughout my life and learned, you know, I'm in my mid forties now. And there's one thing that I have learned through that time is that one constant in it I have discovered is change. <laughs> 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 the one thing that remains the same is things will change. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And the sooner you accept that, I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got two kids and you see every day the world is changing. Yes. They've, they're changing the world. And it's just like, Okay, you just have to 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 buckle in and and get ready for the ride because yeah, things change. It's okay. But, um, it's... <laughs> so the whole spiel around the game is that around two hundred years ago, everything went to sh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the wealthy who created this mess naffed off to Mars, while the lucky ones hid in vast underground bunkers. I think that's I think that's happening as we're speaking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now we were left to fend for ourselves on the surface, eking out an existence in the broken world they left behind, searching for remnants of a past world to help us survive, searching for a place to call home. Now this is very much from um, I don't know if you know Octavia Butler's Parable of um, the Talents or Parable of the Sower. Oh, it's um, I've... really beautiful sci-fi kind of near-future sci-fi work. I am aware of it only because it was recently being explained to me by someone else, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have not picked it up yet. I probably need to pick up some Octavia Butler the more I've been hearing lately. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, such an amazing writer. Um, and but yeah, and there's a real visceral intensity to those works but uh, what kind of the focus of that is uh, especially of parable of the sower which is the first one is this search for a place to call home like inside this america that's just disintegrating around them like they're in gated communities and the and all the walls fall down and then they have to kind of go and try and find find somewhere somewhere new to live and, and form kind of yeah sort of a collaborative helping each other out sort of band on the way up there forming new relationships so yeah everything is kind of accepting that change it's kind of yeah pretty much where where this is coming from so and they reach this sort of special place at the end so in the game it becomes like a glade and yeah but it's very much kind of leaning into that that like 2000 ad english sort of comic aesthetic yes so it's like um yeah it's kind of the world of judge dread but not in the 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 mega cities kind of that the, the kind of the wastes outside or like kind of thinking about things like um 
rogue trooper like and all these kind of extra bits and everything having an identity anyway yeah it's it's all in there kind of that's what i grew up with was like 2000 ad you know i had some of those uh, i had some of those comics growing up well here in the u.s we didn't get them as much because they were like like european comic but they would they would make it to my comic collection (laughs) and there were some interesting things i had some like like there was there seems to be like a whole like realm of comics there that that was happening like death's head and stuff like that and I had this yeah. whole issue of Death's Head with the Seventh Doctor fighting and running. I'm like, oh, it's Doctor Who in here. I love because I am the biggest Doctor Who dweeb on earth for classic Doctor <laughs> Who growing up was my that's thing. Some, that's some good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I'm aware, Chris, of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, then there was like these these offshoots. Like there was a sort of like more mature version called Crisis, which really was yeah dealing with things like Third World War and kind of adult themes, thinking about. Class climate crisis um sexuality gender like all, all it was it was really quite very progressive for its time in the in the kind of early 90s i guess or late 80s i can't remember exactly <laughs> when it was but but yeah all of that kind of infused in me and i guess that that's kind of what i'm pouring out into this a little bit it's kind of that kind of grungy also sort of games workshop warhammer you know the fighting fantasy like all of those those sorts of bits of british sort of more I don't know, more dirty and scummy sort of side of, of role playing. Like <laughs> so, so yeah, as a kind of homage to that, I've, as, as well as this, this is very much like a into the odd can hack. So if you know those games, you can play this game. No problem. You can kind of, you know, run modules from it in this system. Yeah. It's as well as the, the normal three stats, the, the strength, dexterity will, I've also got in their luck because that like luck is such a kind of key. <laughs> of um a lot of these british games like especially like fighting fantasy type things so um yeah it becomes a a resource that you can you can kind of spend to do things but then that might mean that you're less lucky in your in the game as a whole because you've spent it already so like when you try and make a luck save after that oh dear so so like it's, it's always you're always thinking of like kind of you know do i want to pass this save now and then have things be difficult as you go on or should i just you know accept what luck is doing to me at this moment so yeah it becomes a a little kind of meta game inside the game which which i think should be quite fun one thing i like to know about is mechanics of a game and i know into the odd and stuff like that tends to be a mechanically light game can you tell us what we'd be doing I'm assuming there's dice involved. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a D20 game. D20 roll under. So you roll your you roll your stat. Each stat is two D6 plus three for your three ability scores. It's half for that for luck. So you get your luck starts lower. So yeah, it's 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 kind of not such a. But when it's called upon, it's very important. So yeah, so you have your your four stats, and then when you're asked to, to do a check you try and roll under it rather than roll over it. So that means that you don't have to have modifiers and things like that. Um, I've introduced advantage and disadvantage to this system. So that that acts to kind of make things harder or, or, or more difficult, uh, harder or easier, but in a very kind of non-crunchy way. So you're not adding numbers all the time. There's also a system called Burdens, which is taken from Chris McDowell's recent playtests of Mystic Bastion Land. I don't know if you had a chance to see that, but that's his his kind of um Wait, Mystic Bastion Land? Not not Electric Bastion Land? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I'm it's, not. It's, I'm it's, not aware it's, of it. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not being published yet, and it's a. It's a really beautiful system. It's. Re, it's very much Arthurian legend mm-hmm. space. He's created this thing, kind of riffing off the idea of fatigue in Ken. I don't know if you you know that that thing yes. is like where you take an item is added to your inventory which means you you basically if you've got a full inventory you have to throw something away because you've got this fatigue you can't you can no longer hold it and in mystic bastion land it turns into burdens so they become very specific things that you have to do certain things to get rid of so say you want to try and use your special ability it says like you risk a burden in order to do it okay i'll take that risk and you fail that test it means you've now got a burden which is that you're weary and that means you have to spend a full day at peace or or consume some juice now juice i'm going to go into later but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like a yeah a, a currency magic thing but um but then you've got these other burdens as well like maybe you're you're shamed so you have to take pity or commit an act of self-sacrifice so in order to get rid of that kind of blockage on your inventory you have to do this thing so it kind of puts a little bit of story gaming into what is essentially a kind of osr kind of space so yeah it's kind of kind of fun let me ask this for a question because there there seems to be in role-playing games there are very different uh genres of role-playing games it seems that people trying to gravitate around them so when you say uh story games can you explain what you what you're what you're talking about what you mean what games you're approaching and how that that applies here having that story game yeah i I guess i guess i'm i'm thinking about belonging outside belonging games bob games which Mm -hmm. are have evolved from games like the quiet year Mm -hmm. um and um kind of then into games like orbital or wonder home where rather than rolling dice you're kind of maybe you're losing tokens making weak moves mm-hmm. which allow you to do strong moves later they're often called like no dice no masters system so <laughs> i like that uh, <laughs> yeah so, so you know it's really thinking about about a kind of a, a more consensual way of, of playing playing games i'm personally i just love dice i love rng <laughs> i love i love that kind of that feeling of like i don't know get getting an a natural 20 in say D or a natural one in in this game because it's the roll under system you know that that kind of like wow there was really like that that really changed the situation there you know I, I love those sort of little moments so um i'm kind of keen to hold on to that but i really respect those systems and how they make it very much um the table very organic and it becomes about i guess the negotiation around the table often you're kind of negotiating with the space rather than kind of there being so much luck involved i mean yeah you know in a system like this in 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 sort of you know these rules light systems can into the odd you're only rolling very infrequently anyway it's only when there's really you know a time of where something's at stake where some failure leads to something bad or um, success would lead to something radically good. It's like, it, yes. it's really, you know, something has to be a, a real stake for it to happen. It's not like you're rolling for perception or something, you know, like, <laughs> that's, that's, it's just assumed you can see things because you have eyes, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, if you can't see them, it's because it's too misty. You know, it's like it's, <laughs> the world, the world sorts that out for you. And yeah, it doesn't kind of become so kind of mechanically 
kind of made up for that but um yeah it's it, that that's pretty much what 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 i would think of as kind of like more a story game is kind of emphasizing the narrative rather than emphasizing say i don't know the mechanics or that kind of thing well we're about on time could you tell oh my god <laughs> <laughs> we're actually about five minutes over <laughs> <That'd be so laughs> wow Could you well it's been amazing speaking to you again logan <laughs> we always have such good chats <laughs> could you tell the listeners where they could where they could check where they can check out eco mofos where they can check out your other stuff yeah. where they can find you online yeah so so i'm i'm online at, at itch.io so uh, david blandy itch.io and eco mofos is going to be on there real soon if it's not there already by the time this is uh this is this goes out and it'll be on as yeah it's, it's kind of an each funding bundle and it's also going to be on our new copy paste page with, with daniel Locke. um so yeah i'm excited to hear what what people make of it when they when they get into it oh and one last thing yes. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the, the life path that you can, <laughs> the, the, it's got it's got a um a kind of uh, traveler-esque life path inside oh. the game so you, you can actually um at, at character creation you can try and like buff your character a little bit by giving them extra adaptations or there's the possibility they might just die in the waste during that process <laughs> so, <laughs> so so it's like again it's very much like a negotiation how far are you gonna gonna push this before you, you start so yeah you, you and you kind of you gain age during that process as well so it's it's kind of like a yeah it's, it's all a bit of a negotiation I appreciate but yeah that. that's yeah, me like that. and uh yeah can't wait to for you all to to check out eco mofos Excellent. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been great getting a chance to talk to you again. Catch up. Yeah. Thanks so much, Logan. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok now at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We can really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.